You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz, and we're going to talk about the documentary AP Villon, first of a kind, released last week on Prime Video. The documentary follows the secretive global superstar and the small, close team behind his massive success. They finally tell their story. And we are now speaking to Jeevan Sangha, popular culture columnist. Jeevan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. So, Jeevan, I have to say this was quite the documentary. We really did get a look at A.P. Dillon and his rise and his amazing career. So I just want to get, what are your, like, initial thoughts on this documentary? Yeah, I honestly, I went in not really sure what to expect. I mean, as you know, A.P. Dillon has been famously really shy from interviews since his rapid, rapid rise to fame. I'm talking only in the last, like, since 2019, so it's been about, Four years now has he become one of like the biggest superstars in the world. Um, so I had no idea what to expect, but I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was a really interesting kind of peek behind the curtain of what goes on to creating big productions, to creating music that's different, that pushes the needle forward in the jobby music scene. So overall, I really enjoyed it. Something that really stood out to me was the fact that, you know, this was such a small team of people that put this whole thing together. And the one part of the documentary that I didn't know was AP was like self-taught so many things, like from producing beats, creating the sound, and then singing himself. So what do you make of the fact that so many of the things he learned by himself on YouTube and then just started doing his thing? Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think... Like, we have access to so much information these days now, and we can really teach ourselves anything. But I think one of the things that was highlighted in the doc, too, was that as his fame is, you know, kind of increasing and his reach is increasing, he's also learning at the same pace. So it's not like he's, like, he had, like, two years where he taught himself everything, and now he gets to, like, put it into the world. It's like he's learning, and people are resonating with his work, and he's continuing to learn and trying to continue to get better. And so I think that that can be really challenging because there's an expectation that, like, he's an artist, it's his job to know everything. But, yeah, like you said, it takes time. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long process, but it's very impressive <laughs> that he's been able to do what he's been able to do with such a limited amount of knowledge. It's true, and even I remember so many of um, the journalists who are following his career very closely, they were saying, oh, it's very rare to have an artist that has so much knowledge of the production and the beats. Usually they're just focusing on the singing, but he is doing it all, which is what makes him so unique and interesting. And another aspect of the documentary that I thought was very sweet is we saw another side of AP that we've never been exposed before. I felt he really made it a point. He didn't want to mix his personas up. So you have AP Delon, right? You know, he's very confident unapproachable persona. Then we met Amritpal, right? That's his actual name, who is so very much a softy, emotional. So what do you make of just seeing those two sides of him? Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Um, I really liked the opportunity to see, uh, uh, even though I wish there was honestly more, because I think the series is only four episodes or six episodes. It's pretty short, actually. Um, But I liked like seeing the relationship between him and his dad be the relationship between him and his dad um and how like emotional his relationship with his dad was it was really really tender and really really sweet like there's a part of the docuseries where he's explaining like how tour is going to work to his dad um and his like whole demeanor kind of shifts he's in like the back of a car driving through the streets of vancouver to be honest and um, afterwards, he's like, you know, that's the real Amrith Ball. My, no matter what happens when I talk to my dad, 
it's always going to be Elmer's fault. It's never going to be easy. Um, and I just thought that was really sweet. Um, it was really wholesome, and it kind of, like, shows and drives the point home that he's, he is a simple boy um, who's just kind of, like, made it big overnight almost. Really, and it, it's amazing to see how fast it all moved. But those scenes, anytime he got emotional, I was like, it's really nice to kind of like just see this human side because I especially find um with Punjabi singers and particularly the guys, right? They do like to put up this like kind of like macho, um, strong persona. So it's nice to see like, okay, here's a guy with feelings and emotions, and I just really appreciated that aspect of it. Um, the other thing that really stood out in this documentary too was when they were planning their tour in the arenas across Canada, I can't tell you the anxiety I felt watching that Jeevan because they honestly had no idea what they were doing. There was such a small group of people and they really did touch on their, um, particularly their concert in Vancouver. Now, I know you and I didn't attend this concert, but I remember going on social media and reading the complaints about it. But when you watch the documentary, you kind of understand, okay, I see why they had their issues. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I didn't realize how small their team was at all either. Um, they basically had two managers and then, like, homies, like Shinda, Grindergill, G Minor, um, and then, like, a few other friends who were kind of, like, strapping things together trying to make these arena shows happen. Um, and it came fresh off of, I believe, off of the Lollapalooza tour, the Lollapalooza show in India, which was like had they had a bit more support on in terms of like tech and staging and all that they didn't really have to worry about it so it was a completely different ball game for them and you know when things go wrong they tend to go wrong kind of wholesale and so everything is it's just like a perfect storm for them so I definitely felt you know compassion for them and it was it was interesting to see like why things ended up the way it ended up I think my only sort of criticism from that part was I think the documentary sort of showed it in a way where it was like, um, oh, look at all these things that went wrong. And in the end, the show was great. And I think they could have done a better job of addressing the fact that there was so much criticism after the shows instead of just kind of like making it out like, you know, everything was, everything was tough and then it all worked out in the end. However, I appreciated them showing that process so in depth because it did really humanize the experience and, and you could see the overwhelm in their faces and, and how they're really trying to do something different. And sometimes that comes with some difficulty in the road, especially when you're starting out. Yeah, you know, I kind of agree with you because I thought they were going to show, especially with the Vancouver um, show in particular, some of the social media posts. Because I remember a lot of people were sharing their thoughts and feelings on what went wrong. But like you said, it's better than them like trying to push it on the rug and say, oh, it wasn't that bad. At least they put a little bit of it out there. So I do appreciate that. But continuing, especially on the uh, Vancouver show and the arena shows in general, one part of the documentary that was interesting is he got a lot of backlash for when he performed his song, The Hills, because he had this sort of like woman kind of dancing around him some people said her dancing was a little racy and he was kind of pushed to remove this from the set altogether and I think when he was in Toronto he was debating should I keep this or not and he was considering cutting it because he got so many trolls online attacking him for including this so I wanted to ask you know what did you think of that whole situation yeah I mean I think it's really interesting and really funny because you know AP's demographic is like like, relatively young people, right? Like, people from, like, 18 to 30, like, I would say really broadly. And, like, it's, like, we're, like, a younger generation of, like, you know, Punjabi people, South Asian people in the city. Um, and you would think that we would be maybe a little bit more, like, accepting of these kind of things, but it shows that, like, when it comes to Punjabi music, uh, a lot of us really think of it in, like, a traditional way. 
Uh, I remember a lot of the criticism that came up at the time was that, especially because the song was called The Hills, that people were like, oh, he's trying to be The weekend. he's trying to be The weekend. he's forcing it, it's just not him. Um, and what I thought was interesting was how they really respected the dancer and the fact that she was just, like, kind of doing her art. Like, I think when they were having discussions about, like, are we going to use it for the next show? Are we not going to use it for the next show? And he was like, you know, she's just, like, doing her art form. There's nothing wrong with what she's doing, um, which is just dancing at the end of the day. But I think it's interesting. Like, maybe it was something that we're just, like, not ready for as a community of, like, young people. But, like, I can understand how when you think of AP's music, especially when you don't know anything about his persona yet and you don't know anything about his personality yet, um, maybe in your mind you think he's, like, the super wholesome guy or maybe in your mind you think he's, like, you know, into, like, fast cars and, and like, rapping or whatever, and then you see this and it doesn't quite make sense. Um, but I just thought it was really, like, funny and interesting how intense the reaction was for what it was. Yeah, I agree with you, too. I was quite shocked. I wasn't even expecting something like that to even be included in this series, but I didn't realize that so many people were upset. So it really does uh, say a lot there. Now, Jeevan, of course, like you said, I feel like we still want to get to know more of AP Dillon. We got a little bit more, but I definitely want more episodes. I just looked it up. It was about four episodes there. So do you think we'll get a part two? Because I'm not going to lie to you, like Prime Video did say season one. So in my head, I'm hoping we get just a little bit more of AP. Yeah, I'm trying to think if it's, like, one of those things where I'm, like, like thinking back to my brain, if it's a limited series, just try and say that it's a limited <laughs> series, because I've been trying to, like, figure it out as well. I think that it would be really cool if they did it. I have seen a few interviews that he's done since, like, he did one with Anupama Chopra um, and Film Companion, um, and he was like, you know, yeah, the cameras followed us for a little while, and then they went, so I wonder if that's, like, their way of saying we're only doing four episodes, but I would argue that I think that like, even though all of what they showed was really interesting, like, it's almost like the part after the Toronto show, uh, which is where the series kind of ends, mm-hmm. is, like, the most compelling part of their rise. Like, I feel like seeing where they go from here is going to be insane. Oh. Like, even if we, like, even in the past, like, let's say the months after, um, or the, like, whatever, the year after that Toronto show, so when, like, the, the docuseries stops chronicling them, <laughs> thinking yeah. about all the things that they've accomplished since then, like the acclaim that they've gotten, um, the songs that they've put out, like they've done so many different things. Um, Even thinking about like, you know, lately there's been a lot of talk about like, why is Gurinder Gill doing his own thing? Mm -hmm. He wasn't, he was a part of the docuseries, but he wasn't like a huge, huge part of it. And so now he's released a solo album and like, you know, maybe addressing that. Um, I think that there's a lot, a lot more to explore that would be so so interesting so i'm hoping for a season two i don't know what about you yeah no fingers crossed even i definitely want to know a lot more about this guy because i still feel there's parts of them that are still a mystery to us as fans so yes let's hope we get a little bit more jeevan thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it you take care take care thank you